0: The Oklahoma City Thunder spoil an epic night in NBA history as Josh Giddey and SGA look like the best duo on the floor against LeBron James and AD. The Thunder get a much-needed win over the Lakers on the night that LeBron James becomes the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. We'll talk about that and more coming up on today's Locked On Thunder podcast. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team... Every day, let's get it going on the Lockdown Thunder podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. I am your host. Media member and editor-in-chief over at ThunderousIntentions.com. Ryland Styles, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at thunderpod. Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn. We're going to be diving into the Oklahoma City Thunder, spoiling LeBron James's night in a way with this win. SJ and Josh Giddy looked amazing. Jalen Williams was an absolute star tonight in a very emotional game for him. And OKC was clicking on all cylinders to get a must-win game in LA, in this historic night. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you, talking Thunder Basketball. Subscribe for free across all podcasting platforms so you never miss an episode. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. What a night this was. What an epic night this was for NBA fans Listen, if you care enough to listen to an NBA podcast every day, you are an NBA junkie, and I highly appreciate you because without you, I couldn't have a job. Regardless of your fandom, this was an incredible night to be a part of. And of course, it's awesome that Thunder got the win, but think about what this night was coming into it to kind of take that win to an even higher point. LeBron James entered tonight 36 points away from becoming the all-time leading scorer. He shows up in that all-black suit. He's wearing that headband as as paying homage to his younger self. Everyone knows he's going to do it. In the historic Staples Center crypto arena, it's packed out with stars. It's loud. It's a playoff atmosphere. His teammates have brought the intensity. Everyone wants this to happen tonight. It was a back-and-forth game. The stars were out, you're on TNT, everything's going on, everything's going haywire. The Thunder have the youngest roster in the NBA, the second youngest roster in NBA history, only ahead of last year's Thunder team because you have to get a year older after you play a full season. The Thunder do not have Lou Dort, in which they've seen their defense take a nosedive without him in these games, and they don't have their stopper. And if you want to look at the standings, it's a game that both teams need to hang around that play and hunt. With both teams wanting this game, both teams needing this game, especially after OKC lost on the road the night before on Monday in Golden State, with OKC being a bad road team, this was an impossible spot. And oh yeah, a rookie who was a Kobe Bryant stan and presumed Laker fan his whole life, and Jalen Williams, is tasked with defending LeBron James on the night that he becomes the NBA's all-time leading scorer. So with all those stars aligning, with all those things, you know, kind of coming together, with the Lakers having LeBron healthy, having AD healthy, having their team put together, in what felt like a must-win game for for the Lakers and the Thunder, because these two teams only play three times this year, and in a standing situation where it's so competitive and so close, the tiebreaker stuff is going to matter this year heavily. And whenever you get the added boost of seeing LeBron James break this record, the Thunder stood tall, they handled adversity, and they won this game. That is a testament to the future of this Thunder team. You got a glimpse of what the Thunder players will do and how they are built in big moments, how they are built in pressurized situations, how they are built when the lights get bright. And some players fold when the lights get bright. Some players get overwhelmed when the lights get bright. But yet, up and down this roster, each player who played had arguably their best game of the season. Now, obviously, SGA has scored more than 30 points before, uh, even this season scoring 44 or whatever, but... As a cohesive unit, this was the best of the Thunder looked, and Mark played a playoff rotation where there was only eight guys who got more than five minutes. Treyman was the ninth player to play, and he had five minutes of action. And with all of that, with a 15-minute delay, which was well-deserved, for honoring LeBron, and right after you honor LeBron, the emotions are running high. Uh, you've been sitting on the sidelines for, for 15 minutes watching all this go down, and you're kind of caught in the awe moment of, Wow, we're attached in the history books forever. Wow, we are going to be, uh, you know, kind of tethered with NBA lore for the rest of our lives and likely the rest of human humanity because no one will break this record because it's going to eventually eclipse 40,000 points and it's just going to be impossible for people to, to, to collect over their careers because there's not going to be another LeBron James. When you factor all of that in and after that ceremony, the Lakers go on a massive run to tie the game up after being down by five. This young team responded with everything going against them. They won a 12-0 run, and they won the game. I think that you learned a lot about the makeup of this team, the makeup of this roster, the makeup of these players. When the going gets tough, when the lights get bright, that's when they're going to turn it on. That's when they're going to, to prove something to you. Because this team could have folded multiple times in this game. Multiple times, the Lakers went on the 12-2 run, the 12-7 run. Again, they tied the game up after LeBron James goes and, and, and gets the uh, record and has the celebration with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. After that, the, the game was tied. Down the stretch of this game, a couple turnovers, missed shot, lost rebound. Eventually, you find yourself up four with a rookie and Jalen Williams at the free throw line. He goes two for two. He goes two for two and puts this game away. You learned a lot about the Thunder tonight as they spoil the, the game for the Brown James and for the Lakers. Now, it's not spoiled in the sense of, you know, the win-loss stuff matters in this specific season, in the specific standings right now. But in general, this is still an awesome moment, a historic moment, and, and I do think that it deserved the media attention it got, both pregame, post-game, and during the game. I do think that it deserved to stop the entire game because I do truly believe we will never see anything like this in the history of mankind ever again in the NBA. Like there's not going to be another all-time NBA leading score because LeBron James shows no signs of slowing down and to be LeBron James is one of one. So you're just not going to get that ever again. And so as we rattle off all these things that went quote-unquote wrong for OKC, or the or at least, let's rephrase it to the adversity that the Thunder had to face, you have to be dang proud of this team. You have to be. As I always say, I don't know how the season is going to go. I don't have a crystal ball. If I did, I'd be hosting lockdown bets and I'd be uh, making a million billion dollars. But I can promise you that the rest of the season will be fun. These young players are fun and they're heading in the right direction. I don't know if they're going to end up in the play or the playoffs or in the lottery or whatever. I don't know. But I do know that this team has the makeup both on the current roster on the sidelines and Chet Holmgren, the one top five pick in this rebuild has not stepped on an NBA floor. The one top five pick in this rebuild has not played an NBA minute. And this team looks like that. And you still have the best GM in the sport. And you still have a coach that should be the coach of the year, a coach that has both the personability in terms of relationship building, but also the X's and O's strategy to be one of the best coaches in the NBA. We've got to see how he does it in the playoffs, but it's looking really good so far. You still have a mountain of draft assets to go utilize both in trades and by acquiring talent through the draft, which you have to do, and it's so pivotal in a small market. And you still have many years of watching Shea develop. He's not done developing. Watching Josh G develop. He's 20 years old. Watching Jalen Williams, both of them, develop. Watching... These guys come together. And lest we forget, Chad Holmgren. This is going to be incredible. And this is a landmark moment for this team. It's also a landmark moment for the NBA, so it's cool that that's all tied together. But a win like this tonight is going to be one that at least I look back on whenever this team is fully constructed, when this team is on the other side of this rebuild completely. And they're now from rebuilding to a scrappy young team, to a competitive team, to a contending team. When they get to that contending stage, this is what we're going to look back to. This is a moment that their gumption, that their makeup was put on display. And we're going to get into Josh Giddey and SGA looking like the best duo on the floor whenever they shared a floor with Anthony Davis. We're going to get into both Jalen Williams playing incredible, in their own ways. We're going to discuss that playoff rotation that we did, what we talked about with Mark rolling out in this game and how the Thunder won this game, which is huge in the Western conference standings. We'll discuss all of that coming up. But first I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at LinkedIn. Jobs, folks, LinkedIn Jobs is incredible. You can go there right now, post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash mba As a small business owner or hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members that you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates who can effectively match your openings with roles and people that have the skill set, the value, and experience that will help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract those qualified candidates with your targeting tools. They go beyond resume data to use insightful uh, posts, you know, insightful data from your job post to help you find those candidates. That way you can interview them faster and hire them faster right on the platform with screening questions. And you can even rate your applicants Right there, based on their job qualifications all on one platform. So that's why it's small businesses rate right? LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering qualified hires and quality hires versus their leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free, linkedin.com slash Nba That's linkedin.com slash NBA. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply at linkedin.com slash We're back on the Oklahoma City Thunder, Lockdown Thunder Podcast, your team every day. Speaking of the Lockdown Podcast Network, go check out Lockdown NBA YouTube channel and podcast feed. Today, John Corrales and my pal, Jake Madison, we're breaking down this moment, this moment of NBA history and lore of LeBron James becoming the all-time leading scorer, but also on Thursday, you can join us at 1 p.m. Central Time to hear our reactions from the biggest trades that go down at the NBA trade deadline, who becomes a contender, who is tanking for a brighter future, and who's kind of stuck in the middle. Subscribe to Locked in NBA on YouTube so you do not miss out on that epic live stream that we're going to put together. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Subscribe on YouTube, subscribe anywhere you get your podcast from. That way you never miss an episode because we're here for you every single day. SGA was incredible 30 points, uh, eight assists, two rebounds, two steals, and he's just cool the three-pointer that he hit, the last bucket he had from the field, where he hits that three and he's just skipping back down the floor. That is a coolness factor that matters. It truly does. Having players that are so cool like that on the floor, coupled with his fashion sense, coupled with his Instagram comments and Instagram captions, where... We're sitting here now in Oklahoma City, and this will eventually become a national thing as people catch on to it, as the Thunder keep winning. But for every win, we're sitting here refreshing, 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 waiting for what the punny caption will be for SGA after he beats a team, after he plays so well. That coolness factor puts you on the map, gives your brand markability, gives yourself uh, that iconic nature that this team had whenever they had Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant. And guys of that stature makes your state city logo known worldwide. 53% from the floor, 11 for 12 with a free throw line, 13 points in the first quarter, 19 points at the half. He had a beautiful spinning jump shot uh, against Russell Westbrook, the clutch steal on Westbrook to clinch this one for OKC. And then he just did his normal stuff. the 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 shoulder dip, dip The shoulder dip bump that gets him so much space at the rim is so lethal. He had a dunk off of a Josh Giddy assist, a lefty layup through traffic, the baseline rise up midi, a step back over AD in the lane, and even flashed something that I thought was really interesting was uh, he had a moment where he was dribbling inside the elbow and then just turns on this huge boost to blow past the defender and finish at the rim. Uh, not really known for uh, blowing by defenders with speed, but kind of loaded his defender to sleep and then just blew right by him uh, with an efficient acceleration. Josh Giddy coupled that with 20 points of his own, six assists, five rebounds, 52% from the floor. He went 10 of 16 from inside the arc. Every shot that he hit was inside the paint, except for one, which was on the low block. He had some incredible finishes, some beautiful floaters, kept moving, kept cutting, uh, had a nice backdoor cut, uh, which he was found by J Dub. He had a great motion cut layup from the from the, the slot, kind of wrapping around baseline, which Jay Will found him on with a Beautiful bounce pass. He even navigated the pick and roll well and got that floater off around the elbow uh, inside the paint. Had a floater over a D even. And even on one play, you saw where he can kind of push, you know, kind of tile this together. Like his rebounding skill, his ability to use his body, his understanding of positioning, all wrapped into one in his rim finishing. Because he drives at the rim. Pat Bev plays really good defense. He misses the shot. But as he's missing the shot, he, he kind of, moves his body, and seals off Pat Bev to then get his own miss and a tip-in put-back. Like, whenever you tie all these skills together and make them happen all in one fluid motion, all in one play, it can do wonders for your game. But these two guys were by far the best duo on the floor. Uh, LeBron James was epic in this game. Like, LeBron James truly had a great game, which I'm glad that he did, and and he can remember that as an individually great performance to get to 36, to get to uh, the record. But in terms of the pairing... AD was non-existent. It was Josh Giddy and SGA who led their team to a win, who led their team uh, to a victory that, depending on how the rest of the season goes, obviously, we could look back on and say, what's the difference? Again, these, teams, these two teams who are going to need the tiebreaker standings and all that, they only play three times. The next time's in the Paycom Center. Then they play one more time in Crypto Arena at the end of March. But March 1st, they're in the Paycom Center. Jalen Williams of Santa Clara was absolutely jaw dropping. So we talk about the emotions of this game. And I want to go back to J. Dub. This is a guy that grew up idolizing Kobe Bryant. Still to this day is the biggest Kobe Bryant stand in the world, maybe only second to Daniel Bell. 25 points on this one, two assists, seven rebounds, six steals, a block, three for six from three, 52% from the floor. I cannot imagine what he felt, and he tweeted after the game, unreal, which I think is a very good way to encapsulate it. But again, you can presume a lifelong Lakers fan because he Stan Kobe Bryant so much. First ever time getting to play on the Staples Center floor, crypto arena, whatever. The first ever time you get to play in Staples Center, in LA, in your NBA career. And it just so happens to be the night that LeBron James is going to set the all-time NBA scoring record. And oh yeah, you've got to defend him. You've got to defend LeBron James on this game. The out-of-body experience that he must have been feeling to still overcome that and have the best game of his career, the all-around best game of his career, is jaw-dropping. He flashed some elite shot-making potential. And what's the only thing you can you can pick on with j like, the only thing in his rookie year so far that that you can truly want him to improve on is the fact that he has some quiet halves followed up by some incredible halves and vice versa. He needs to sustain his offensive aggression for the entirety of a game. It's something that Mark has talked about. I asked Mark about it a couple weeks ago, and Mark said that Jadip's been getting better at it. But in this game, he's a 15-point first half, and he follows that up with a 10-point second half. He is just a timely player. Everything he does is magnified by the moment in which he does it. Nothing is a throwaway possession. It just somehow feels, and again, a lot of this is just getting caught up in the moment in the eye test of a game, uh, but, you know, all of it feels like that is a turning point in the game. That is the difference maker. That's going to start a run. That's going to stop a run. Like all of it feels what J-Up does is that it happens at the perfect time for OKC. He's always in the right place at the right time. And I tell you, there's a lot of exciting things about this team. You can rattle off a billion, but one of the most exciting plays this team has, which is a long list, is that steal and slam by j which is becoming a more uh, kind of a tradition thing over these last few games. And so as we continue to talk about the makeup of this team and what they do when the moment gets big, there's no bigger moment than this. Remember, everything I just said about j you know, kind of life to this point with with the Lakers being tied to the Lakers lore and looking up and seeing Kobe Bryant's retired number up there in the rafters, uh, numbers up there in the rafters. The Lakers go on a 9-0 run at the end of this game. So the Lakers on a 9-0 run. OKC is now only up by four after looking like they salted this game completely away. They foul j The rookie steps to the free throw line and he goes two for two in an absolutely massive spot. The Lakers still had two timeouts. You missed those free throws and it's a whole new ball game. And you fall into the trap of a young team can't close out games because that's where this game was trending. The Thunder had some turnovers. They fumbled some long rebounds. They missed good shots. And the Lakers took advantage of that to the tune of a nine Oh run, cutting this lead to four. And they put a rookie on the free throw line. Like you could not draw a little better for the Lakers in that spot. But J-Dub just has the onions. And, and it was and it was just awesome to see how this team responds both to a blowout loss to Golden State Monday, but also to the biggest stage they've ever been on as a collective unit. I know that SJ's played in the playoffs. As a collective unit, this was the biggest stage they've been on. And they played like that. Again, you have to be incredibly proud of the performance that this team gave you. As a Thunder fan, you have to be super proud. You should also be super proud to go over to FanDuel because FanDuel is incredible. This year, the only app that you need for your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We are really excited about our new sports betting partner for Lock Don because it's the number one sports book in America. It's FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, that's even better because they have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download the FanDuel app right now, so you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not hit. FanDuel lets you bet on everything, from the money line to point spreads, uh, who will score a touchdown, who will be Super Bowl MVP. You can do all that fun stuff. The FanDuel Sportsbook is safe, secure, and is super easy to use, and best of all, you get paid your winnings. Instantly, so join Fanduel right now by going to fanduel.com/lockedon to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's fanduel.com/lockedon. Make every moment more at Fanduel, and make sure that you check them out for the Super Bowl by going right here to fanduel.com and then looking for the lines that you like the most. Let's look at the Super Bowl. And the Chiefs, right now, are one and a half point underdogs on Sunday. Jump all over that with Mahomes being an underdog. And let's see if you can win some money. And if you can't, well, you get the no sweat first bet and you get your money back. So check it out today, Fandle.com, up to, to $3,000 by going to fando.com slash locked on. That's fando.com slash locked We're back on the Lockdown Thunder podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm going to continue talking about this game and talk about Jay will out of Arkansas, who was declaring himself. And this is another good problem to have for OKC. How do you continue? And the Thunder are going to have to, but it's going to be a a, a tough call for Mark that I don't envy. How do you find minutes for Jay will when Jeremiah Robinson Earl is back, which is in the near future. He's already playing G league games, much less whenever Poku is back. If he comes back this season, you're going to have to balance that. You're going to have to find minutes for him. And when this roster is fully, fully healthy, How do you find minutes for J. Will? Because J. Will is declaring himself as a very positive impact player. His boom after a three was caught on the rim, Mike, which I thought was hilarious. I've talked before about how much he just glides to the rim and has so much hang time to alter a shot into and to split defenders in the air, which I think is spectacular. He had a huge mid-range jumper where the defense left him alone. Like like he tried to DHO with Isaiah Joe. It didn't go. I think they couldn't, they couldn't get it off. And so he then turns to face the basket and nobody steps up. So he just nails it from the semicircle. That was an awesome play for, for Jay Will. He had the poster on Rui Hachimura. Seven rebounds, seven assists, two steals. He walled up Anthony Davis very well at the rim. And the Al Horford comp in this game you could see it on full display. And this is not saying that Jay will become the caliber of player Al Horford is, but it's saying that he has the skill set to be used in that same role in the Thunder offense. Remember, Al Horford was with Mark. Mark, when they ever had Al Horford, loved to run a lot of stuff out of the high post, loved to have that high post creator. Therefore, you can have Shea cutting, you can have Josh Giddey cutting, you can have all these other guys cutting uh, backdoor off of it in this case of this specific team. And you saw an incredible. High post bounce pass to Josh Giddey, who cut back door was all alone uh, because of the motion, and the high velocity bounce pass got through. Josh Giddey gets a very, very, very easy layup. He had that strong outlet pass to J. Dub uh, as well. He ran the break like there, were, there was a moment where he's off the dribble, ran the break for OKC, and kicks it to the corner for Isaiah Joe for three. And we talk a lot about patient scores, patient, uh, you know, kind of cutters. But Jay was a patient, a a patient passer. Like whenever the first action gets blown up or doesn't work, he doesn't like panic or freeze or go right back to the guard uh, the furthest away from the action. He just collects himself, surveys the floor, and usually can find a separate avenue or a second option off of that first action to keep the offense in rhythm. And along with all of that on the offensive end, he drew two charges defensively, one of which was on LeBron James which I don't know about you, I would never want to stand in LeBron James's way. LeBron James could be 80 years old, and I would not want to take a charge. Sit, sit in there and take a charge from LeBron James. So defensively, he gets you two steals, two charges, gets you seven rebounds. And then offensively, he keeps your offense in motion. He gives you seven assists, two for two from three, and is just an absolute weapon. And again, how do you keep them in this rotation? You're going to have to find a way to. But the Thunder have an, have an awesome, awesome team. And the Thunder in this game played a play in rotation, played a playoff rotation. They had eight players who played. They had Trey Mann who played five minutes. That's nine players. But like eight players played. Only eight players got more than five minutes. Six of them cracked double figures. Mike Muscala had 16 points, four of seven from deep, and 14 in the first half to keep this game back and forth. Isaiah Joe had 15 points, five of 10 from three-point land. Oh yeah, Kenny Hustle, who was not one of the players with double figures, oh, all he did do is put up eight points, four rebounds, five assists, and a steal. Eight points, four rebounds, five assists, and a steal. So he's not included in the fancy double-figure double, double figure stat, but he is included in made a huge impact for the win stat. Wiggins had a block, had three rebounds. What uh, was incredible? Lou Dort will eventually be added to this rotation. Their only top five pick out of this rebuild, Chet Holmgren, will be added to this rotation. You're going to take some people out of it. You're going to switch up some minutes out of it. But like, this is awesome to see them tighten things up and understand the moment. On the second night of a back-to-back, Whenever maybe you'd want to go the other way and and kind of elongate your rotation to help ease the burden of a back-to-back. The Thunder knew what was at stake in this game, and they went for it and they went for it, and they got the win. Six players, in double figures for OKC, five for the Lakers. The Thunder once grew a 15-point lead. The Lakers never swelled their lead past five. 19 lead changes, nine times tied. OKC actually lost on rebounds 41-37. to 37. The Lakers had 20 turnovers to OKC's 12. Uh, most of OKC's came in the first quarter. They eventually settled in. Here's where the Thunder made their money. They shot 52, 50, and 90. The Lakers shot 57-45 and 69. The Lakers won points in the paint 62-52. to 52. The Thunder won second chance points 9-8. to eight. The Lakers won fast break points by one. This was a playoff atmosphere. This had playoff intensity. This had a 15-minute delay for a LeBron James presentation. And after that presentation, OKC's up five. Immediately, the Lakers tie it. The Thunder going a 12-0 runners to response. This was the eighth game for OKC with 100 plus points by the end of the third quarter. OKC was up by 10 at the half. They won the third. They won the third quarter. They won the game. That's their formula. In the fourth quarter, without SGA on the floor, OKC had that 12 0 run. Like so, I think that it's incredible to see that this team is complementing each other very well. They're complementing each other. They are. They are no longer just waiting around and trying to survive without SGA. Please come back, SGA. They're giving SGA something to return to and close out when they've gotten these wins over the last month in January, where they went for nine wins. And now in February, their wins have been the same way. And as we learn things about the players, we also learn that for the, uh, for another game here, Mark is a quick timeout guy. Like he's done this before this season. Like in every game that the Thunder have viewed as a must win, Mark's been a quick timeout guy. For example, the Thunder at one point led by seven after a 4-0 run by the Lakers, so the 4 run cuts the lead to 7, and then boom, Mark goes at timeout to kind of keep the momentum, keep the pressure up. We're learning about his coaching style as well. But a huge congratulations to LeBron James. Please go listen to Lockdown Lakers uh, for, for their side of things. Um, th- that's going to be an epic podcast as well. This is an incredible game. It's a great moment to be a part of. The OKC won this game, and that will be forever be tied to this moment. Kenis Williams is an iconic photo, like the like the Kenny Hustle photo of him defending LeBron in that fadeaway. That will be the basketball photo. It just will be. And so, yet again, our city, our state, is now forever etched into history. And if you had told me that in third grade, I wouldn't have never believed you. MVP this game. Let's go SGA and LeBron James. Of course, for LeBron James uh, breaking this record. On Thursday, we'll discuss some other historic moments OKC's been a part of in the NBA world, plus stock watch on the Thunder roster. Friday, how did the trade deadline impact OKC? Saturday, a Portland recap, which is going to be another pivotal game for the Western Conference standings. Until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another.